When you take a look at your sales process, would you be able to close a deal without fear of missing out, without a time clock, without a deadline, or without a day that the discount was going to end? That's the question. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a good day. I'm coming to you live from the How to Sell Show studios here in Sacramento, California. Wishing I was out on a walk. (laughs) But today I'm in the studio and we're talking about there's always another deal. There's always another deal. And you're like, Scott, why why would you say that? Why would you bring that up? Why is that an important episode of the How to Sell Show? And I'm going to say, hold on to your hats. Here's the thing. Most salespeople live on scarcity, Okay. And, and this is the problem. Most salespeople can only sell on scarcity. So think about it. We only have the ability to close this deal. You may miss out on this product. You know, there's only so much that I can do while I'm here. Okay, that, that's great. Good, good, good. That's like, that's like a basic level sales, talents, capabilities that you should have. But if you really want to evolve over time, here's the, the way that you adopt you were thinking, because I want to ask you a question that's super important. Could you close a deal without scarcity? Could you close a deal without scarcity? Could you close a deal without FOMO, fear of missing out? Because most salespeople can't. They can't close a deal because that's the only go-to play that they have. Now, I was on Facebook the other day and I asked a question of like, what is what is the thing that you don't like about sales? And one of the most common answers was like this whole thing about scarcity and time and FOMO. And most people are like, I don't like it. But that doesn't mean that they won't buy. It's just I'm saying that in the end of a sales call, if that's what you're going to do as your play, that's what you're going to do as your routine, you're going to have to have more skills. You're going to have to to find a way to work better. And the reason I bring this up is can you live with this in your own life? When you, when you can learn this about yourself, it increases your ability to sell skills and you stop selling only on scarcity, okay? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an example. So I start looking in my life for reasons why I want to buy something. Is it, is it because of scarcity or because I want it or because I need it? And so like scarcity may be like a Van Gogh painting or a Monet or a one-of-one art piece or a one-of-one watch or a one-of-one car. That's, that is real scarcity. Um, discounts, there's always another discount. There's always another deal. There's always another capability. So today I was at a big box store and I'm looking at a brand new laptop. Why? I don't know. I've got an iPad Pro in here. I've got a 32 gigabyte Alienware laptop in the other room. I'm working on a pretty badass laptop right here. Like, why am I looking at laptops? And they were $400 off and my brain went, Scott, come on, man. It's just, there's, there's always another deal. There's always another deal. You don't need another laptop. I've got this iPad Pro and I think I've used it four times. I don't know how to use it. I'm not an Apple guy, 
right? And the Apple people are probably like shaking their head, like, what are you doing? Like, they're way easier than PC. Well, next to me, I've got an Android and I've got an iPhone 12 Max Super, whatever it is. Um, you know, whatever. So I caught myself in, in the scarcity mode. Like, oh, this, this laptop's for sale. And I was like, gosh, dang it, Scott, there's always another deal. There's always another capability, okay? And so if you can live with this in your own life, you're, you're going to be fine with it. Now, to put this in perspective, and I know I've talked about this a few times on the How to Sell show, in 2016-ish, JCPenney's did this thing called Everyday Deals. And what every, Everyday Deals did was they tried to make it that there was a deal all the time. And it wasn't very interesting to buyers. Like you can Google it, you can look it up, which you should. If you're a sales pro, you should look up everyday deals because there are people who live on the deal. There are people who that's all they care about. There, that's all that they want. That's all that they they need to know. That's all they they just they just got a deal. And for you, there's going to be people that you meet with. The scarcity doesn't work. That's not their buying criteria. That's not the way that they're making their decision. That's not the way that they're going down. That's not the way that they're making something happen. Okay. So the reason I bring this up is if you only have scarcity in your quiver, if you only have scarcity in your backpack, and that's the only thing that you got, then what you need to know is at the end of the day, you're going to lose out on a large segment of society. And they're going to look at it like, that's not really a deal. There's always another deal. There's always a salesperson who's willing to sell it for less. You know, if you look around in any industry long enough, there's always somebody who's willing to give it to you for less. They're, they're willing to cut their commissions. They're willing to cut their costs. They're willing to, you fill in the blank. They're always willing to do something. And you end up making a mistake by only living off the clock because the deadline's only up. It feels like a ton of pressure to the buyer. The deadline's only up. Like it's, it's coming. Here's, here's the thing. Now, like, yes, you do have specials. Yes, you do have money off. Yes, you do have uh, promotional items that are thrown in. It could be warranties, could be add-on items. I'm not saying that you don't use these. I'm not saying that you don't have them. Here's what I am saying. What if you could envelop your sales skills and make yourself better by not only living off of them? What would you have to change about your presentation today? Today, what would you have to change about your presentation today if there was not a special, if there wasn't a deal? How would you have to make it work? And you're going to find that if you can live through your own personal life without having to have a deal, if you can live through a sales presentation without having to have a deal, you will close more. So I'm I'm not saying that there's not pressure involved in the sales process. I'm not saying there's not tension involved in the sales process. Like quite the opposite. I'm saying that for every sales, there is a time and place. Not every buyer lives off of scarcity. Not everybody buyer lives off of price. Like this is why you have to develop the capability of going, like there's always another deal. There is always another deal. And if you can build up the reasons why somebody wants it right now, it makes it that much better. And you'll start pinpointing points in your life where people start applying pressure on you. And you're like, why are you putting pressure on me for something that I don't really care about and I don't want? So like for you, the next time that you go buy something, ask yourself, am I buying it because I want it because I need it or because I feel like there's a clock and there's pressure on me that there's a deal going like me and my laptop. I don't, I don't need another laptop. I really don't. This was a Dell XPS i7 16 gigabyte laptop, 13 inch, right? Perfect size for a laptop for me. 
do I need another one? No, I've got a perfectly fine 13-inch laptop right here. I've got an Alienware in the other room that I probably haven't fired up in six months. I've got this iPad Pro that I haven't touched in six months. Like, why are you feeling that pressure? And when you start catching yourself going, I don't really need this, I'm going to promise you it's going to make you a better salesperson. And you're like, Scott, how in the world is this going to make me a better salesperson by not making a purchase? Because when you present from here on out, you're going to catch yourself when you're applying FOMO, scarcity, or other issues. So would you buy if there was no special? Like I, I'm on a carnivore keto diet, right? So like I haven't had bread in 16 months. I haven't had soda in 16 months. I haven't had candy in 16 months, but I have had a lot of beef. And sometimes when ribeyes go on sale, my brain goes, ah, oh, ribeyes are on sale. And then I remember I eat six ribeyes a week. I don't care if they're on sale or not. I need ribeyes because it's part of my diet, okay? Recognize when you're you're working in scarcity mode versus when you're not. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I love a good deal when I can get one when, when need be. And I'm not saying just to go out and throw money around, but start investigating in your own life where you're, you're, you're having these issues and start investigating in your own life where these struggles are coming from because they're going to show up in your sales process. Whatever you struggle with as a buyer, you struggle with as a seller. So like, there's a million different ways to say this. You sell how you buy. I think I've got like 20 videos on YouTube about you sell how you buy. I've got a whole playlist on it, right? Something I've been talking about since 2009. So you need to master scarcity in your own life so you can master it in the sales presentation. So what will happen too, is here's the other thing is in the presentation, in your presentation, one of the things that you're going to find is the conversations feel more real when you're not only applying time clock pressure. And remember, I, I came to you and I said, hey, look, here I went to Facebook and I asked people what they don't like about a presentation before I recorded this episode of the How to Sell Show. And here is a lot of the answers that I got back. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to move them around. I'm going to put them in alphabetical order. Let me just straighten this out right here. So bragging. Like, I've got the, the best thing ever. There's a point where you talking about your product or service is just too much and it goes too far. Fear-mongering. Fear-mongering would be like, if you don't do this now, you're going to lose out. Kind of like a FOMO. Uh, guilt. I've got family. I've got kids i got to pay for, which is a form of pressure. Scarcity. Like, there's only four of these left. Shame. If you don't buy this, you're not going to be in a good position. Uh, social proof. Look at all of these badges, all these people who want to work with me and all these logos. Look at all these logos of everybody who's done business with me. Look at this one. Look at that one. And then threats. It's weird. These are all elements and they're all part of the sales process, but sometimes they repel people from buying. So once again, my challenge for you is that when you take a look at your sales process and you take a look at how you interact, if you're only working on scarcity, you're only working with one level of sales, you're missing deals and you're having a discount to close those deals to make them happen because it's not really the mark of or the issue that the buyer has. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.